0: Uh, this is gonna be a change too for our, our cold open because I'm just gonna jump into the cold open and actually be talking about Star Trek in the cold open. Oh. Uh, uh I was still picking up my microphone. Yeah. Um, this is what we like to call a hard cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Do not do not care for that phrasing. Well, it's what we did. Yeah. Anyway. Uh anyway, yeah, this uh this week's episode is called Data's Day. Ooh, yay <laughs> yeah so you like data i can't remember what else about it i don't i don't actually know what <laughs> happens in the episode but uh, it's gonna God, be ba-
1: based on past experience i'm going to be like exhausted and furious in the second half of this just because like it's never what you think it's gonna be the good ones always take me by surprise yeah. and the ones i think are gonna be good are always just awful
0: well, but now, see, you're doing, uh, you're you're doing a uh, a, a Vecini kind of, uh, you know, uh, a wise man would never reach for the cup he was given. Only a fool would reach for the cup that he's given. You know, and I am not a great fool. Therefore, I can clearly not choose the cup in front of me. But you would have counted on that. You would have known that I'm not a great fool. So I can clearly not choose the cup in front of you. Haven't seen it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I
1: don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Capital punishment. You can fuck off, the <laughs> Monet Street. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you, when you talk that shit about Star Trek, Trek, Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a bitch ba- Welcome to Star Trek socks. My name is Leo. I like Star Trek. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm still wondering what that reference was. It's fucking Princess Bride, you goddamn asshole. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I, I know. Everybody has I seen don't, that.
1: I've seen it one time when I was 17, and I don't remember a single fucking thing from it other than that they're... Oh, Andre the Giant is
0: in it. Andre. Andre. <laughs> First and last person to ever pronounce it like that. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm Jack, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a good mood till we started
0: doing this. <laughs> I'm still in a good mood. I'm I'm about as good as I get normally. Uh, hi, yeah, uh, Jack. What's good?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I like my job. I'm, I'm experiencing fulfillment at work. That's got to be dope. It's novel, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I liked I liked it some of my previous jobs um but no i i i I think this is like an elevated level of fulfillment because like hey it's very hard work but like also we make dope shit that people like yeah feels good yeah it's hella dope feels good to make dope shit yeah yeah that's that's totally dope like this podcast like this podcast for example Tweet at us if you think this podcast is dope. I'm going <laughs> to tweet a poll.
0: <laughs> is the podcast... Does the podcast the ch- slap? <laughs> <laughs> the choices are going to be... <laughs> describe the podcast. <laughs> Choice number one is dope. Choice number two, slaps. Choice number three... Whack. No, no, they all have to be positive choices. That's part of the... But what
1: if somebody thinks the podcast is whack? Whack.
0: I I want to hear their voices too. Every voice is valid. Okay, I just don't know how a person who thinks that the podcast is whack would get to the point of of voting about it. Because, well, if they think the podcast is whack, then they wouldn't be following us on Twitter dot com. Well, they could at shipfacts on yes. Twitter dot com. Whether you think the podcast is dope, slap or whack. <laughs> You can follow us <laughs> on Twitter dot com. Oh, this this intro is uh... it is one of the best intros we have ever done. Anyway, yep. What's good with you, man? Um. Oh God. Um. You know, I had... This is this is definitely... Did ch- we
1: talk about the chicken on the last episode? Yeah, I think we mentioned the chicken. Okay, we got to do the chicken update. Yeah, that's... <laughs>
0: well, so I'm going to do a what's good because it was... This is absolutely schadenfreude, but um, uh, I had a a communication with a competitor and, you know, in my industry, you've got to be, you know, generally cordial with your competitors, but I also don't... Yeah, because cons- you're all playing in the same sandbox. Uh, I also don't consider it my responsibility to... Uh, point out when a competitor has made an error that is going to come back and bite them. Yes. Um, So several weeks ago, somebody did something and I was like, huh, that'll be interesting if it works out the way that it seems like it's going to work out. And then yesterday it did go like that. And he looked like a turd. And I was like, don't feel too bad about that. I like how your what's good (laughs) is
1: like by necessity for your profession, completely devoid of detail. And it's basically a bad thing happened to a guy I don't like.
0: (laughs) It's not even somebody I don't like, but it was just like, uh, you didn't, you didn't, oh, you didn't catch that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. You're going to have to tell me the story (laughs) off mic. Yeah. It's a terrible on mic story. It is very bad and I'm sorry for doing it. Yeah. Let's do another bad thing on the mic and and talk about what happened to my chicken. Chicken update. Um, you know you probably don't oh no you are familiar with this because I know we've talked about it you're familiar with the the infamous chicken episode of mash yes um and in in that episode it is um you know it, it it's a big thing for for Hawkeye because he's not actually talking about a chicken he's talking about a a child that has died uh, yes I am here to tell you that a person can uh, experience a, a I don't know if it's equivalent because I've never experienced the death of a child, but one can experience an incredible amount of sadness and grief. Yeah, um, anguish you might call it anguish um, over uh, the the death of a chicken. So as we mentioned on the last episode, a chicken had decided that it was going to live here, and uh, Catherine and I very quickly went through the the stages of do we do we chase it? Do we make it go go away, or do we just? Do we leave it alone and let it leave? Uh, no, I guess it's. I guess it's. I okay. I guess time to have a chicken. I guess we have a chicken now. Um, yeah, so, like a lot of people who have adopted house cats. Yeah, same deal. And that, it's not far off from how I got my cat. Yeah. Um, and um, and we gave her a name, and we started building shelter for her, and started feeding her, mm. um, and all that stuff. And I was literally one day away from um completing the proper chicken coop because she had just been sleeping kind of underneath some, some tarps in the, the backyard. And mm-hmm. I had tried making like a, a partial enclosure and basically I, you know, I had gotten this as, as far as I, I could in, in building a uh, proper chicken se- security. Um, and on, uh, on Thursday night, something got in there and we woke up and she wasn't a chicken anymore. Um, and yeah, that, that really sucked. Um, RIP that chicken. Yeah. No, I it, it's I've I've been thinking about it a lot, um, because both of us had you know, just a, a very very strong um, emotional reaction to it, and you know part of like the logical part of my brain is like, it's it's a chicken, mm-hmm. you know I've I've eaten a lot of chickens. Um, Quite a, I've, I have
1: definitely gone through more chickens than whatever
0: killed that chicken has it, gone through. Yeah, I have definitely <laughs> by eaten, a large a, factor. Se- yeah, <laughs> several orders of magnitude. Yeah, um, I have seen dead chickens before. Um, I have participated in the execution of a rooster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that rooster, we all know what he did. Yeah, he was a milkshake rooster. <sighs> um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so no but uh, what one of the things that i um that i realized is i think i have to um give a give a thanks to uh my therapist and to the the general process of going through therapy because um, one of the things that was most um, emotionally hard hitting for me is that I, is, there's never been a situation where uh, where a chicken has died that I thought that that I felt responsible for, um, and, they, and and this one I did, and not to compare the death of a chicken to the death of a child again because I'm not. I, yes, those are clearly very different things. Um, Depends on your child. <laughs> but, but um, I certainly met people whose children were worse than chickens. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's that was the thing that was that was getting to me because I was you know one of the 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 things that right. you, I spent you took a lot it of, upon yourself to protect this right. this uh thing that is not capable of protecting
1: itself because Yeah. Well we were talking off mic before like chickens are pretty much harmless. Yeah. And and just sort of spend their lives afraid of things.
0: Yeah, the the worst of chickens um, will run after you and try to peck you, and still do extremely little damage, especially if you're a full grown adult. Like, yes, a, yeah. chi- a, a chicken versus a human child, that child can get legitimately terrified. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I kinda mean, fucked like, up I went to uh, emotionally fucked up.
1: I went to Hawaii when I was like fourteen, mm-hmm. and there are like a lot of feral chickens on Kauai because okay. uh, white people. Yeah, have ruined the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah, also the rest of the planet. Yeah, um, it's not an inherent thing to whiteness. It's because we are the right. We're, the, we're, we're on top yeah. of the empire. Yeah, yeah empire the empire has ruined the yeah, planet. Ru- it's not ruling cla- yeah, ruling Yeah, classes. It has the nothing ruling classes. with it. The or... ruling race yeah. is always going to be shitty. If it was, if it was a different race, it'd still be shitty because we shouldn't have this kind of global hierarchy. Sorry, had to say it. Anyway, No, it's
0: okay. I mean, uh, John Travolta made a movie about this. It's fine. Oh, well, then the, sk- the question's settled. <laughs> <laughs> also, haven't seen it. Uh. <laughs> it's called White Man's Burden, and the basic premise is what if... Jesus. <laughs> what if the races were reversed in America? So John Travolta plays a white guy who is experiencing the same kind of racism that black people e- experience in America, and the all of the black people are rich and stuff that's a it has some really problems.
1: bad idea and also calling it that you there's some problems you know what
0: you know what that's in reference to right there yeah it's the poem by what's his dick right kipling yeah yeah um who also wrote the jungle book yeah which Just has a lot of no lot racist of no racist things in the jungle book
1: I think it's I think it's okay to be racist against English people. Fuck, them. <laughs> like <laughs> at this point, <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> there might actually be something wrong with you chromosomally. Um, I mean, there's that is a lot of inbreeding. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, where was it going with that? Oh yeah, there were, there were feral chickens everywhere in Kauai, and especially like in the, like the more tourist trappy areas. Yeah, and they fucking suck. Yeah because they they have like they have the begging impulse that like you know dogs that get fed get or or like park ducks or yeah. whatever but or they're like
0: monkeys in all of asia yes yeah. but they're also like just sharp <laughs> <laughs> and chaotic
1: and sh- yes they're the, sharp and chaotic and pretty fucking stupid yeah and that's not a good combination yeah the, the chaos
0: <laughs> energy of a chicken yeah uh, chickens
1: are very chaotic that's yeah. a good way of putting it <laughs>
0: um this has been chicken corner
1: yeah um but i'm sorry about your chicken man yeah
0: but yeah no that that was the thing that really like just it was just this emotional lightning rod for me because it tied into like stuff that like emotional scars that 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 i've explored that had to do with like times that my um parents didn't do as good of a job with like um, providing emotional and uh mostly emotional protection you know i'm not familiar my dad is uh a, a wonderful and loving person, um, who did some dumb shit as a father when I was a child. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any. Yeah, no, I can Incomparable. I, 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 I don't Mostly because even... my parents are not wonderful and loving people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just this like lightning rod of like, of, of attachment to feelings of not having been protected as a child, as well as feelings. of cause you know, as you grow up and especially as you go through therapy and as you, I know you don't think about the potential of being, of, of being a parent at some point as, as I much as I sometime. do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. I thought, I, I, I thought no, you I, said, it, I thought you were going with, I I don't think about it. No, ever. no, it's no. I like, assumed you've at least considered the idea. Well, yeah, I know. Um, I know where babies come from and <laughs> I've had sex up to three times. So <laughs> ladies, 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 you could be number four. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, cause that's one of the, the number one things I think about when I consider the idea of parenthood is like, I want to make sure that I don't do the same fuck ups that my parents did. Of course that means that I'm going to do my own fuck ups yeah. because every parent does fuck ups because there's no such thing as doing parenting correctly. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, in yeah. the back and of it- my head where I'm like, I need to protect this thing and whether it's, you know, it's so a, a, I, I definitely put like the emotional weight of parenthood onto this f- chicken. And um, so when she died, I felt so fucking horrible for not spending more time building a goddamn coop for her. And right. and, and I will ass. say
1: like, and I think you can say this for your parents too, um, no matter their deficiencies, I was never eaten by an urban fox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any my, point. Yeah. My parents did make sure that I was never, uh, They ne- they never made me sleep under a tarp except when camping. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, but even then, you even were eaten
1: by, by, uh, urbanized
0: I, wildlife. Yeah. I was never, uh, e- I was never eaten by any animals. Yeah. Which is pretty, I was only metaphorically eaten by animals. Yeah. Um, by which I mean other children. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's hard to protect from. Yeah, That's, that's honestly one of the most terrifying aspects of, yeah, parenthood to me. Um, what is this show about? Chickens? No. Aspirations? No. Oh, The Expanse. Oh.
1: Yeah, so what's going on in The Expanse? Um, I'm
0: into book two now. Okay. <laughs> um, have you read that one before? <laughs> I don't think I had. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. So I think I picked up- wrong with I you? must have picked up the books at like- <laughs> I guess three or four and just <laughs> skipped over the first ones because I Talk, was like, speaking of chaos, <laughs>
1: I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the first three seasons of the TV show and then read books three through seven and then
0: watch the rest of the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and then go back and, and, and then, well, and then I watched the rest of the TV show and then I had to go back And starting it like, I think I went back and started at book six or seven. I think I started at book seven and then went book seven, six, five, four, three. And then I tried. What the fuck?
1: I'm never recommending anything to you ever again. Because you're just going to do it wrong.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like i'm gonna rec like i would recommend like a hot springs to you and you would like somehow <laughs>
0: i would put the pipe up my ass yeah let's be honest <laughs> yeah. i'd be like jack i did not enjoy this i hate it i, I hated, hated it it, I hated it. I, I it have, made my it made I, my asshole burn i have burns inside of me I, it's it, it's really hard to go to the bathroom now but i also can't stop going to the bathroom <laughs> um yeah no i texted you the other day that i just found out that uh sativir aaron Wright is supposed to not be a white dude nope yep he's a real basic white dude on the tv show of course
1: he is it's a tv show yeah
0: no that's one of the things that i know oh and uh the chick that um that holden is dating at the beginning of book one who dies when the the canterbury gets Uh exploded also white on the tv show
1: I can't remember if she was white. She's not. definitely not. Oh white. no. She, oh no. She's definitely black. Yeah.
0: She's, I mean she, yeah, she's definitely her, uh, fuck now I forget her, her last name, but she definitely has like an African name and African yes, descent and right. the, uh, no, she, yeah, she
1: absolutely does.
0: The guy who reads the books, uh, reads her with kind of a, like a soft edged, um, sure. generalized African-ish kind of accent. Which we're not going to try to approximate. No, absolutely not. um, um Anyway, do you want to uh, watch Star Trek? No. Okay. The show is terrible. We're going to watch Data's Day now. Here we go. This better be good.
1: <laughs> You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leo Cardoza. You're his ass. <laughs> Say tug some more. You're playing samples of me. I'm here. <laughs> uh, I just I can I, just say stuff. I, I just had to... Brad is jacking off. Oh, there we go. Okay, so you're doing a you're doing a uh, well. There's your problem style. Yeah, uh, playing the wrong, the yeah.
0: wrong drop. Just playing just just playing random. Sure. Uh, anyway, so what, what did you think about that episode? No, Jack? I fucking hated it. <laughs> you did not. No. This <laughs> is the this is my new favorite episode. This
1: is the best. This is the best episode of the show. It I, is, I honestly think so.
0: It is. It is absolutely one of the one of the best episodes of the show. I, it actually. I, I was annoyed with the B plot. Um. At the no, beginning,
1: I like, I like. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, sure, I was. Like, yeah,
0: sure. Because at the beginning is like the B plot
1: is just like who the fuck? Vulcans are assholes. Yeah. And it's like, what, which I actually thought, I actually wasn't annoyed with the B plot, even at the beginning, because I thought it, it, it served a thematic purpose. And I still think it served a thematic purpose, which was, um, to like contrast, like data's roboticness to, uh, Vul- to, like the Vulcan roboticness and be like,
0: bad, bad robot, good robot, you know, like, <laughs> sure yeah yeah i mean yeah no valid argument it annoyed me because it felt really ham-fisted because it was like data is one way and vulcans are similar but different well yeah
1: i mean it's it's a dumb tv show from from the 90s god oh my god i'm defending star trek yeah well (laughs) this is the last episode i'm gonna take off (laughs) We, we got there folks oh my god (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like it's a dumb, it's a dumb TV show from the fucking early '90s. Like it's gonna be dumb, and yeah. like it's going to make its points in very broad strokes. But like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I personally got a lot of meaning out of this, and don't say this because I'm also kind of a robotic and, and weird. I did because that's not why I didn't uh. say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I was concerned about because I think. Because one of the things this, this episode does is it just dumps a bunch of uh, of non-existent backstory, um, and for a second, yeah, for I for instance,
1: be, Data has a cat.
0: Data has a cat, and 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 Miles is engaged. Yes, um, and uh-huh. I I did look it up again because I was like, "Fuck, did we meet Keiko before this ever?" Nope, no, nope, no. She is like she's a fairly major uh, recurring character in Deep Space Nine because because Miles is a sure. is is a. Uh, a, you know one of the leads um so yeah she's she's in deep space nine a lot but yeah this is the first time that we have ever met her
1: Do you want to go to the Wikipedia plot summary just so we can kind of try to do this in order? Because I have so much to fucking say about this episode. Yeah, This is going to be a a really long episode. Sorry, everybody. Hopefully you're driving somewhere far away. So the basic
0: premise of the episode is that uh, Data is writing um, a letter to his pen pal uh, who is one of the two scientists in the history of the show. Or one of them was, I think, a lawyer or whatever. But uh, one of two prominent characters whose primary function was Uh, acting like Data wasn't a guy. Yep, that is my first note, too, is that Data is emailing somebody who treated
1: him like property, like a piece of equipment.
0: I didn't look it up, and I don't remember. I'll see if it's here on the Wikipedia so I can find it uh, quickly. No, Uh, So it's, yeah, it's Commander Maddox, um, who... Uh I'm it is sure. the guy it is the guy from Measure of a Man. Yeah. No, yeah. I I I know it's it, I know it's the guy from Measure of a Man. I couldn't re- I thought it might have also been the the guy from uh The Offspring.
1: No, yeah. No, yeah, cuz that guy it's was also a, a dick who was Yeah, it's definitely that like yeah. that but sort no, of yeah, like wavy guy from Measure of a Man. Yeah. Who's uh, like and this this kind of goes to my overall thesis for this episode which is that data is more human than human like data is is what humanity strives to be which is this bottomless capacity for goodwill yeah like data's main emotion that he feels like first of all the thing that i always say is in the subtext is that data feels emotions but doesn't know that he's feeling them yeah it's on the top text
0: on it's, this one is <laughs> yeah there I, are uh, there are points when it almost seems like data understands. i would it. describe
1: it as super text yeah. <laughs> um in this episode
0: yeah <laughs> it is uh it is extremely uh on uh on, on display that this idea and it's i mean yeah the strengths of this episode like the writing is good and funny and funny on purpose yeah, um, there are multiple times like data's oh, going. the the
1: the, <laughs> the the hardest both of us have ever laughed. Oh sending, yeah, setting record. Save that. Save that okay. because one of the like one of my. I will, I, will, I will just say the hardest both of us have laughed <laughs> at an episode of Star Trek on perp, like as
0: probably for yeah for
1: an intentional joke yeah. Has happened in this episode. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to it. But, but
0: so there, because there's a point earlier when Data's it, like he's going through his like his head dictation, and he's like, "So, Doctor Maddox, I've developed this way of figuring of of predicting how people are going to react to situations." And uh, Keiko says that her that that canceling the wedding is going to make her happy, and Miles likes it when Keiko's happy. So I predict that telling Miles that Keiko wants to cancel the wedding right. is going to make Miles happy. So. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Like I haven't. I have an entire <laughs> thesis about like how data processes it, this stuff, and who who data actually is, and how it relates to like our struggle towards humanity and and being humane to each other. If you want to save that to the end, that's fine with me. Yeah, I mean we can and we like, can just we can go. we can go. Let's go through the plot. Right, so
0: first. I do want to make two notes. Um, just kind of housekeeping stuff uh, because we did see into the uh, the living quarters of both Keiko and Data during this episode. Yes, and I noted that neither of them have the big chair. Yep. Um, so that's just we, that's something that we, we decided we were going to watch out for. Yep. Um, and so so far, just Worf has the big chair. Worf is the only one with the big chair, and
1: also they don't have like a normal sized chair with an attached mirror either. No. Um. So so far, it's just worth with an uh, a chair with an attached mirror, and also his is is
0: big Ma- and made out of and they're
1: reasonably framed.
0: <laughs> yeah, made out of medicine balls on sticks. Um. So yeah, I just yeah, just uh some sure. basic housekeeping. So an, yeah, an, we should,
1: we we really need to remember to do that every episode. Yeah. Um.
0: um f- so again, back so to the to to the framework of the plot. Um. We get a whole bunch of backstory that we've never seen before that uh, data is the one who introduced miles and Keiko that they've been dating for some time. They're engaged and they're supposed to be married today. Uh, data is supposed to be the father of the bride um, and uh, Keiko has cold feet. So she tries to back out of the wedding and data is basically trying to be a good friend and navigate, um, navigate that situation. So it's kind of him ba- bouncing back and forth. And it's a lot of examination of his relationship with the various uh, members of the crew one of the there, so there, it, this leads to several memorable and hilarious interactions. One of my favorite early ones is, um, the, uh, the, the, the beauty parlor scene with, uh, with him and Jordy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have, I have a, I have a very crude joke about that.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's good that he didn't say that. Yeah. No, you, you can, you can kind of fill in the blanks. If yeah. You watch the episode, but yeah. I, lunkhead was <laughs> lunkheads definitely funnier
1: yeah that, i mean i would say my joke is funnier but also way more offensive yeah yeah
0: <laughs> anyway
1: yeah, yeah is like uh playfully insulting each other seems to be a thing that friends do yeah and so then and then he just calls geordie a lunkhead for kind of like no reason <laughs> also okay well, this is kind of sh- deep uh podcast canon um, he refers to Jordy as his best friend, and I just realized why I made you Jordy in that scenario um, where yeah. we, where Jordy and Data were recording a podcast. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, because I'm struggling towards humanity, <laughs> folks, <laughs> ladies.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you get this, like, I so- am
1: fully sexually functioning and struggling towards <laughs> humanity, ladies. <laughs> Put that. Can you?
0: Can you make that your your Tinder? I mean, like I would your... have just as good a results, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana walks into the beauty parlor, and Jordy's jib jabbing with the uh, the I forget what the the race of that that species is, but the guy he's one of the guys that's all blue and has the ridge down the middle of their head. Sure, uh, but also speaks with an Indian accent. <laughs> Like an yeah, Earth Indian accent. He's from, he's from space Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the two of them are jib jabbing, and Data walks in, and he's like, "Yeah, I've noticed people be jib jabbing at each other." And he's like, <laughs> "Jordy's like, what's up?" He's like, "Nothing, you stupid fuck." <laughs> I mean, he calls him a lunkhead. Yeah. And
1: Again. Just, you can fill in the blanks on what the joke. It would have.
0: Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. It would have. It would have. I mean, that's not a joke. That's the joke is that he. The joke said
1: is it. The, the joke is imagining that happening. Yeah.
0: Um. Um. And very that, offensive. Yeah. That would still funny to think about. Yeah. That, I'll
1: be honest. That would have been. Jordy's like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> Data. Data. You are very white. You can't. <laughs> say that word <laughs> okay not even with an a at the end data yeah you, you do not have uh, the privilege you seriously <laughs> cannot say that word um and then the other thing from that scene that stood out for me was that they had an extra in the background getting her hair done. yes who <laughs> just had like Really heavy pig lady makeup, and she was getting her hair dyed back to red, and it, just, yeah, it's not commented on at all, and it was, I, I was, I was really giggling while that was happening. So there's, the there's
1: a ton of scenes in this episode where there's like something fucking insane happening in the background. Yeah, and I think like, like a, all, it's a good written episode for a fucking change, and. And everybody's doing a good job acting for a fucking change. But also, like, this is a very well-directed episode. So I actually looked up the director, and he... Um, Robert Weimer. Yeah. He died in 2014, rest in power, King. Huh. Um, and he didn't direct anything, like, particularly interesting. It seems like he's just sort of, like, got work every once in a while. I didn't look up his, like, writing and producing credits. Interestingly, now that I'm looking at it, uh, nothing really interesting. Um, but like he 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 directed one episode of Deep Space Nine, and then like a few episodes of Next Generation after this. But I really liked the direction on this episode; I thought it was great.
0: He also directed Who Watches the Watchers, that episode where they were on Space Proto Romulus. Oh yeah. Uh, with, with, uh, with, with, Bo- with space Bobby Hill. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: remember having any thoughts about the direction on that episode. I don't know. Well, our, our, I, I yeah, think we weird, weird. I don't, it's a weird note. I don't really have anything interesting to say about it, which means I probably shouldn't say it on our podcast, but well, we can't edit audio. <sighs> yeah. There's no way to edit audio, but I, I love the direction in this because like, a lot of like facing shots, there's just some weird shit happening in the background. Yeah. And it's like,
0: that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's like somebody taking the time to do the craft. Well, yeah. And yeah, to your point, like it, one of the biggest, um, problems that can occur is, and this doesn't just go for this show. Like there's so many shows when you forget to create the world outside of the action in front of the camera,
1: Right, like think about the uh, like when they pull into Mos Eisley, not in the remastered, remade bullshit Star Wars, but like the original cut of Star Wars, Episode Four, like the movie that was called right. Star Wars this, when we were yeah, young, the Star Wars. Um, and there's just like just dirty, dusty aliens pushing shit around. Yeah, like it's such a good like piece of world building because you're just like. Oh, yeah, this is a weird, there's a weird place. Yeah, it's so it's much. Not, it's not things dancing to
0: get your attention. right. It's, it's just like it's so much better than the than, than the remastered version because all Lucas crammed in there is like here's a CGI alien big animal thing yeah, it's just a bunch, a bunch of, of...
1: jack-in-the-boxes basically yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. it is so much better specifically for Moss Eisley because I will say that like some of the other stuff does benefit from having a bunch of sure. CGI shit like yeah, Cor- yeah. Coruscant having a whole bunch of CGI shit and being like a big technological blah 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 sure yeah like that's actually yeah that, because it's supposed to be yeah this yeah
1: in, this ultra city but, but like, yeah
0: that moss isley is supposed to be just a fucking dirt hole a, a, a hive of scum and villainy i believe is the
1: yeah like it's supposed to be like full of guys like w- doing what i do just like dragging around
0: fucking pallets and like <laughs> you're a fucking upstanding citizen in moss isley yeah. like you're <laughs> right yeah um okay so yeah, uh yeah. the star trek okay so um the uh, Oh, <laughs> one of the, so again, War, uh, Data's ba- bouncing around between the different characters on the ship and kind of asking people for advice and opinions and stuff. So he he jumps over to Worf, and Worf is busy trying to pick out a wedding gift. Yes. And uh, and uh, Worf is like, uh, well, Worf, uh, Data asks Worf if he's, if he's ever been involved in a in a human marriage or something like that. And Worf's like, uh, human bonding rituals often involve a great deal of talking. <laughs>
1: Yeah, true. that's
0: true. Fair. Fair
1: having having. I went to a wedding like last week, and it was actually a good wedding. It it didn't involve a great deal of talking. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Like yeah. the, the 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 minister that did it kept it pretty concise and actually like had some good insights from the Bible verses he read. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was a good wedding. I gotta say, and also it was very cheaply done. Um, which I think is good. Don't spend a ton of money on your wedding. You're a sucker. Um, It was in the CUNA Event Center, which is whatever you're imagining the CUNA Event Center is, it's less than that. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've never been in the CUNA Event Center. I will say, um, so if you're going to spend money on a wedding, uh, spending money on food, totally. Yes. Spend money to- to, Food and booze. Food and booze, absolutely. Yep. Um. If you've got if you if, if you've if, got if you got money, get a band. Uh, yeah, have a band, a band is cool. Is totally cool. Um, um, other if than you, that, if fuck you, off. If you, if you well, if you found like a cool space or something like that that you're like you're really excited to have a party at. All right, sure, yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, if you have a like. Your backyard would be great. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. I mean, we're my, my brother I and guess his you wife are
1: planning a wedding. Yeah. Theoretically. At theoretically, at, least. at some
0: point. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, yeah, no. My brother and and his his wife, uh, we did the ceremony uh, in his in her parents' backyard, and then we did the reception in my parents' backyard. Right. You know. Yeah. Backyard. Um. um, ba- um. Backyards are, are dope for for weddings. But what not I was going to say is not was... that a lot of people, my age
1: or younger, are ever going to have a backyard in their lives until we.
0: Find a rich friend with a backyard.
1: Until we I'm the rich do friend. A, in this do a scenario. Minecraft redacted and get all the backyards back. Yeah.
0: Um, um. No. What I was going to say was that uh, uh, ceremony wise, twenty minutes is a hard deadline. Yes. For making people sit there yep. and listen to you talk, they are happy for you. They love you. They are happy to take the time out of their lives to be there to celebrate your union. But making them sit in those fucking chairs and listen to whatever shit you and the person you're marrying and the person that you decided to have perform the ceremony decided that they needed to talk about in order to be able to sign the piece of paper that says you're now legally bound to each other. 20 fucking minutes. Yes. And that is at the that is at the far end.
1: Yes, and whoever's officiating it better be able to write. And, like, write in a way that will get people on board and interested for that 20 minutes. Like, you know, because, like, I've I've been to weddings, not going to name names, but you know who I'm talking about because you were at that wedding too, where they had their, like, one of their best friends marry them, which, great— that's really cool. That's cute. I love it. Mhm. Not a good orator. Not a good writer. Yeah. Didn't do a good job of keeping everybody interested in the proceedings. Whereas like like this wedding I just went to last week was like a oh damn like this guy's like doing a good job. Like I'm I'm emotionally invested. This guy, this guy's a good orator. He's a good writer. He's using some, whatever version of the Bible works best um for these stories
0: about love. And yeah, it was cool. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I will say this and this is a, a criticism of myself, um the officiant needs to be able to uh perform a wedding ceremony without crying. Yes, the officiant needs to not be a large bearded baby <laughs> in a tie that's too tight. And yes. Just Crying because he's so happy that his little brother is getting married.
1: Yeah, the officiant needs to be not a slur, slur, slur. I will
0: say, <laughs> I will say in my own defense, uh, at my brother's wedding for the for the large amount of weeping that I did at my brother's wedding. Also, um, this is not the wedding I was talking about. No, no, you weren't at the, you know you weren't at the my brother's wedding. No, yeah. the, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, my my brother's wedding, I told them. Like two months beforehand, because I had started working on the ceremony and was crying while I was writing it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, you guys,
1: you're such a pussy. <laughs> I'm
0: a giant. I'm am a giant uh, weeping pussy baby person. Um, I cannot. I'm essentially c- a man who turns food and water into tears. I can. <laughs> I can't read the ceremony that I have written." Not out loud. I can't read it just with my eyeballs without crying. <laughs> so if you guys want somebody else to do this, that's okay with me. And they were like, no, we want you to do it. And I was like, okay. Okay, well, you're going to get a cry wedding. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna get cry married. Everybody's going to talk about how your brother couldn't stop crying at your The wedding. Russians
1: are going to ev- invade the peninsula of
0: cry Mary. <laughs> oh, folks... Well, you could have just kept it Crimea. No, but Cry you
1: Because your brother got Cry married.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Folks. I feel like folks, tweet at us and just let us know which one you like better. Crimeas. Anyway, um, what happened on this uh, TV show? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So that was the, the other character that we've never fucking seen before uh, that's introduced in this episode. His dad is
1: Cat. <laughs> yeah. Which, what the fuck? <laughs> Why does he have a cat?
0: He just has a cat. Cat's name Spot.
1: It's, it's, it's a great name for a cat. Yep. I love, I love giving a cat a, like, a stereotypical dog's name.
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, just sort of
1: not quite
0: understanding things. <laughs> what do people name their pets? Well, Spot.
1: A lot of people have had dogs named Spot. Perfect.
0: Good. Spot, thank you. No, Mo- hang on, hang on, moving hang on, on, hang on. Hang
1: on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, thank you, I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. I have to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I knew, obviously, that uh, eventually Data gets a cat. I did not know <laughs> that it was such an abrupt introduction. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, <laughs> he has a cat now. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. All right, All right. cool.
1: Uh, How did he get it? Don't worry about it. Shut
0: up, he has a cat.
1: <laughs> like, I wonder if it was, like, the same way you got your cat, but in space somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, stray cats have, like, stray cats are just sort of ubiquitous. Like, it's true. Like, it would be like, like, you just transport back from a planet, and there's just
0: a cat with you, and you're like, <laughs> oh, fucking, okay. <laughs> fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that opens up the door for like a fly situation <laughs> where you're just like you're beaming off of a planet a cat walks too close to you and you land on the enterprise and you're like oh i got fucking i got a tail now yeah, we got we got cat Riker. <laughs> just fucking. everybody looks like the like the all of the actors from cats uh, i don't uh haven't seen don't it. Don't like that show. Yeah, it's uh it's not a not, not said to be a good movie. I have not
1: uh Oh, I have a uh, I have tickets to the Off Broadway performance of Cats. That's that my, probably fine. Yeah, I I'm actually really looking forward to it. My mom was because my mom is somehow involved in the Morrisons. I don't I don't fucking know, but she has extra tickets and she was like, "Do you want tickets to Hamilton?" And I was like, "No." And You don't she, like Hamilton? No. Oh. Well, we we can talk about that later. It's fine. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton is a monster. Oh
0: yeah, um, yeah, no, that's that's true. Yeah, I don't really need to
1: see him glorified through poorly written rap. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, do you want cats?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> so I. All kidding aside, I I am actually gonna like delete my Tinder and then and then reboot my uh, Tinder profile with I have two tickets to cats in November. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be the entire <laughs> just see see what happens. <laughs> see, who, see who swipes right
0: for cats. <laughs>
1: Hashtag swipe right for cats. So let's get that trending, kids. Uh, anyway, Jesus, this is uh,
0: this episode is it's fine. It's only twenty five minutes, uh, not counting the intro. Um, yeah, it, it was at that point, or like right around when when we when we met the cat um, that I made that that I made a comment to myself about not about the B plot, and I was just like, I don't care. I just I really didn't. I, I, but then, but yeah by the time i got to the end i was like okay this is the was a, a good to tw- even i saw it coming but i felt, still thought it was pretty uh, i peculiar. actually i thought
1: she was defecting to the romulans um rather than um
0: being a, spy. Being a secret romulan
1: when but, at, and
0: actually that would have been better
1: that would have made more sense because it's, it's, like, it's
0: established that she's been an ambassador for some long period of time
1: yeah exactly and it's like also like this is how you have to get a ride back home.
0: Yeah, this
1: is fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, no, it, 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 it would have
1: made way more sense if she was defecting.
0: Although then it would have, uh, the idea of a Vulcan defecting to Romulus is, uh, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that. But well, but, no,
1: like I've, I've, I mean, I've, as I've noted before, um, the Romulans are supposed to represent the Soviet Union, right. Um
0: but wait then it, who do the Vulcans represent? Because obviously the Federation represents The British. The Vulcans are British. Yeah. Huh. All right.
1: Um or the West Germans, I guess. I don't know. Um
0: So let's so let's talk about the dancing scene.
1: Let's talk about the dancing
0: scene. It's so good. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I just there is so much crammed in, because again the episode is called Data's Day and this is supposed to be the record of literally twenty four hours of his day, and and which like I've seen this mechanism I don't know, I don't think they invented this I don't
1: I haven't watched a lot of like old TV shows no but, I've, like I've I've definitely seen this episode yeah. style before
0: yeah no the concept of just following one person through a day yeah you know a and, day
1: in the life episode they're usually pretty good I I like them a lot yeah because it's like. Because I like characterization, I like characters. Yeah, um, and, and especially like if it's a good character like Data. Yeah, I don't think I'd like a Troy's Day episode somehow. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or like a Worf's Day. Like, what, like it would just be a lot of just him staring. <laughs> Which, good for him. He seems to enjoy it. I
0: don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see it, man especially <laughs> not like if we got into a warps day like deep space 9 era that would be different from a sure. next generation era but yeah warp's he's just day. kind of a stoic warrior in this yeah. one and it's kind of like
1: okay i don't i don't really need a 45 minute ascetic
0: episode <laughs> <laughs> but um. it is it is genuinely fucking hilarious that on the day of the wedding after it seems like the wedding may not be happening. Right, he has, he has a
1: runaway bride and a defecting
0: spy. <laughs> and in the data's same like, day. oh, I should learn to dance, <laughs> and I guess I'll learn to tap dance. <laughs> so he goes. To, <laughs> he goes to Doctor Crusher because she has it in her file that she used to dance back at school, uh, and she she does not want to talk about it. Yeah,
1: she doesn't want to be called the dancing doctor again, which fair. Yeah, yeah, I would hate that too. Yeah, that sounds like it sucks. Yeah, (laughs) Uh,
0: but she gives him tap dancing lessons, and uh, he, of course, picks it up immediately because he's a robot. Um, And uh, and then and oh god, I mean, you you, fucking you tell it you. So, so he's a robot, which
1: means he learns like a machine, which means tap dancing super fucking easy. Yeah. Super fucking easy. And she like tries to ease him into it and he's like just skip to the last one. Man. <laughs> but he's nice about it cuz he's yeah. he's dated. He's yeah. nice. And so she just like they they go through like I'm not kidding. This is like 5 minutes of the episode of them just tap dancing their fucking dicks
0: off it is fucking fred and ginger for five minutes
1: but and and also it's it's shot very funnily where it's like (laughs) well yeah because they have to because like neither of those actors can actually tap dance
0: although there are a couple of shots there are a couple shots where they're
1: doing it but like they can't tap dance at like this like hyper advanced level so they're bringing in uh, they're bringing in people that can actually tap dance yeah i feel like like anytime i've talked about them blowing the budget uh (laughs) like like Any any previous episode where like could you not pay for this effect? No, they spent it all on tap dancing (laughs) in this episode. Which good choice? Yeah, I stand behind that. Fantastic choice. I fucking love this five minute tap dancing (laughs) interlude in this episode. Fantastic. I think it fucking rules. I think it's an amazing (laughs) choice.
0: I'm sure whoever did it got fired. But fuck (laughs) it. I mean the director did direct more episodes after this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that anyway, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so fucking good. It's
1: fucking rules and like but anyway, they're like shooting them from the top a yeah. lot, they're shooting them like waist down a lot. It's it is they're shooting them far away a lot and it you're is like, a yeah, lot those are that, yeah. that is not those two
0: actors. It's a lot of the exact same camera techniques they use during fight scenes. Yes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
0: Um, But, but I don't know.
1: When's the last time you watched a show where they're like, and now we're going to tap dance for... Five-ish
0: minutes. I mean, I fucking love tap dancing and seeing it in the rain is one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: Yeah, no, I know. But like, when's the last time you watched a
0: show that was even yeah, no, remotely that... modern where
1: they did a bunch of tap dancing?
0: No, not, not very often. I was delighted. Yeah. I was fucking delighted by yeah. it. I, yeah, I fucking loved it. It was fantastic. And it made
1: sense in the story, too. Yeah.
0: And it was so... I mean... <laughs> what's hilarious about it, again, is that the wedding is... Today, right? <laughs> Data has just decided. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Actually, you're right. This makes Crusher sound kind of like a fucking moron. It I, <laughs>
0: actually, yeah. The fact that <laughs> Crusher didn't put two into because the fact that Data doesn't know any better and is I, although I mean. You would think Data would be able to like look it up in his brain and be like, "What kind of dancing does I mean we do? have a, We have a
1: running segment called
0: Data doesn't yeah, know Data it doesn't anything, anything. Uh, but yeah, the fact that Crusher didn't put two and two together and be like, "Hey, are you asking me this because of the very important thing that happens today?" uh it right. does yeah it does make does make her seem like kind of a fucking idiot yeah. but yeah so he finally is like all right thanks i'm ready to dance in the wedding she's like i but wait what, what excuse me no you're not going to be doing
1: elaborate like hyper athletic tap dancing at yeah. the wedding and he's like oh what do i do then <laughs>
0: Because data doesn't know anything, <laughs> so she gives him the most basic uh, introductory ballroom uh, lesson, and uh, you know and it takes him a minute to figure it out because uh, he's got to look at her feet and blah blah blah. Uh, and god damn it, that fucking smile! <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So this is this <sighs> is this is the thing we were talking about when we said is the funniest thing that's ever happened on the show, and unfortunately, it's not something you can really just watch th- the episode watch absolutely watch yeah. this episode this is the best episode so far i i really believe that um but like she's like smile and he just plasters on
0: just the dumbest fucking grin
1: like it just just the joker if the joker wasn't evil <laughs>
0: yeah kind of <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a really good description. Yeah. Imagine the Joker's smile, except it isn't scary. Imagine a good Joker. It's it's just that big and stupid, but he's not trying. But it doesn't have murder in his eyes. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good. Yeah, description. imagine
1: a Joker that just come like breaks into your house to pet your animals. Hi, <laughs> hi,
0: and <laughs> hi, everybody. God. Uh- Brad Spiner. What yeah. a great actor. Fucking fucking incredible. Just spot on. Yeah. Um another Oh, okay. So then uh uh Crusher gets called away and so Data like just decides to stay there practicing and uh so he he tells the Holodeck to create a dance partner and uh, The Holodeck by the way creates an incredibly sexy woman. Oh yeah. The Holodeck <laughs> Wants to fuck data? Oh yeah! I, Jesus, how
1: did I not put that together? Yeah, the computer wants to fuck data.
0: That's the only expl- explanation. Because the there.
1: holodeck creates the hottest woman that's ever been on the show,
0: and I think started playing <laughs> saxophone music yes. when it created her. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, <geez, laughs> what's up? <laughs> oh, okay. Also, we have no reason to believe that data does not fuck.
0: I I have no reason to believe that Data did not fuck the computer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else has fucked the holodeck. Sure. Why shouldn't Data fuck the holodeck?
1: Well and also like that smile is kinda similar to when he fucked Tasha. Yeah. Like it's a similar like just him being like, Hey okay. okay. I'm here and my dick works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine the <laughs> smile of a man whose entire forethought, like in who, who whose entire brain is occupied with the thoughts, I'm here and my dick works, and this is. A-OK. This
0: is good times for everybody. And that's the smile.
1: That's the smile he has on his face.
0: (laughs) Also, after the cats thing, when you have to change your Twitter profile again, I would like you to change your Twitter profile to say, I'm here. Tinder profile. Sorry, your Tinder profile. Twitter profile. Yeah. Your Tinder profile to
1: say, I'm here and my dick works. Yeah. I don't know if that one's going to get a lot of results, man.
0: Uh, I guess maybe I should just make it into a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: You can take a picture of me wearing the shirt. Put that on. Put that up there.
0: I think I should be able to just isolate Spiner's face from the dancing scene.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I. That's maybe the I want that more than any of the shirts we ever come up with. Please do that. Okay, I um, will.
0: I will make that shirt. Yes. Um. There is so data fucks the holodeck. Um. Then he goes back to the to the uh to the bridge. And he sees Riker uh, talking to some people and he's again monologuing in his head and uh, he's t- t- commenting about how you know Riker has such an easy uh, way about him of talking to people and he says, there may be a correlation between humor and sex. More research is needed. <laughs> and to that I just want to say that is what every comedian got into comedy for.
1: I disagree. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, did you, did you seriously get into comedy? Did no, that was just the best
0: punchline I could come oh, up with. Okay. I, sh- I should have come up with a better punchline. Thank you for pointing out that my punchline wasn't very good.
1: You're welcome. How else can I help you?
0: No, sarcasm.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um, I, I I noticed that I made another produ- production note because in the background of the Romulan ship is one of those little lightning orb things. Um, and I just, it's one of the things that I love about science fiction of this era um, yeah. t- in television. <laughs> it's and like, movies. yeah, there, there's going to be an the electricity just fucking
1: flipping around Look, all over the place. We
0: don't know everything about the future, but one thing we're pretty sure about is that those fucking lightning orb things are going to be a big yeah, deal. Just
1: unrestrained, visible current. Just,
0: yeah. Just going all over the goddamn place. How do you know it's the future? Electricity.
1: Yeah. But, like, more than we have now. All, everywhere. And, like, you've noticed that you don't really see the electricity you have now. Which means if there's more electricity. Yeah. You'll see that. Yeah. It'll be fucking just Just everywhere. Just arcing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing says high tech like arcing electricity. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I fucking love sci-fi. I <laughs> sci-fi did. is so
0: stupid. <laughs> I didn't even make a, a note of the scene between Troy and uh, Data because it it really was. It was a drag. It was just fucking unremarkable.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was more the like the subtext of supertext now, where it's like, yeah, no, Troy understands him because he has emotions. Yeah, and again, like I have a whole unified theory about Data, but we we can get through the episode before we get into that.
0: Um, so yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Other production note is just that the, once again, sound design, absolutely fucking whips. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So we figure out that the ambassador was a Romulan spy, um, blah, blah, blah. Data gets to have a Sherlock Holmes Holmes uh, moment. Um, yeah, and it was it, it was a, a decent enough twist. Like I said, it was it was pretty obvious from uh, at least from the time that she disappeared. Like yeah, she
1: was immediately, Like well, I mean, or even earlier on, she was doing like shady shit. Yeah, you know, and like she called him in and to her off or her suite and was like, "Uh, what is the defense capability of your ship? Here's your." Here's yeah. my access code. And, and he was like, yeah, I have to run that by the captain. And she was like, okay, I was just checking to yeah. see if you had to run that by the captain. It's like, yeah, what would a spy do?
0: Yeah, <laughs> this know? is all very weird. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, it was like, I mean, in real life, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But like on a TV show, it's like this this clearly has to like serve a narrative arc either – She's going to look suspicious, and then the twist is she's not going to be suspicious. Or she's going to look suspicious, and then the twist is, I guess...
0: That that she is suspicious.
1: So that's not a twist. I don't know. Um, Yeah.
0: Again, I think it would have
1: been a better uh, plot arc if she was a defector, rather than like... Yeah. Just a Romulan passing for Vulcan? Aren't they two different species? They are
0: two different species.
1: I know they're like...
0: (sighs) They're supposed, I know they
1: they're, they're like a short branch off of the tree or whatever which still like,
0: doesn't make sense like that but has, it's still that like is, that has never made sense because the idea is that they're like they are far enough branched off of the same evolutionary tree that they are distinct species. However, in order for that to have happened, they would have had to split off of the same branch which means somebody's you know like one planet colonized the other. Right, thousand. I mean, how many? How many I mean, generations? Millions. It, yeah, yeah. Is, to, uh, like for, for
1: speciation, it's yeah, hundred thousand years at the
0: very least. But it's also as with all alien species on the show, the speciation speciation is not distinct enough to prevent breeding, because it's pretty well established that every humanoid species on the show can breed with every other humanoid species on the show. Right. So,
1: so that's not actually speciation. I don't uh, fucking Christ. Yeah, anyway. <sighs> but still, genetic- Listeners, tweet at us if you want us to do a bonus episode about that. And don't. We'll t- no. And we'll tell no. you to fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. that that was where I was going with <laughs> okay. that. Thanks for stepping on my joke,
0: Sorry, asshole. I, I thought you were actually going to commit to doing something I didn't want to do. I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> 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 uh okay uh so yeah that's pretty much so then we go to the wedding um the wedding happens uh yep. data doesn't do the smile again at the wedding which is very disappointing <laughs> that would have been very funny <laughs> <It would've> been <laughs> fucking great God,
1: you have to watch this episode i there's no way to describe how funny this f- fucking yeah. smile it's
0: is. <laughs> it is fucking perfect it's so
1: goddamn funny yeah. uh uh, and yeah and then like my last note is just that like Data's big mistake in in this wedding arrangement is that he's trying to make these people happy and I don't mean like, like obviously you should try to make your friends happy but most of your life is out of your hands like I don't know about like I'd say like eighty percent or so is just like not things that happen because you intended them to happen.
0: Right. Your best case scenario is that you that you moderated your expectations enough to where you're like, I knew what was gonna happen and I was prepared for it.
1: Yes. That's pretty yeah. much that's yeah, that's, and like just showing up with like a good attitude and just trying to be nice. Yeah. You know? And like trying to just sort of uh oil the gears um that that uh, you know moderate the interactions between your friends and and you know yeah especially if your friends are getting married um and i'm like that's bit data's big mistake anyway uh that's sort of launching me into my uh unified theory of of what data represents but i have to piss because I'm not gonna be able to get through it without having to take a piss. So Leal, tell your best street joke. Or two or three. Okay. Will I just just absolutely blast urine out of the out of the end of my dick.
0: You're still still talking, huh? Okay. Jack's Jack's gonna go just ruin my bathroom. Um and I, I guess I'm gonna tell you guys street jokes. I would have just paused the recording. If he had told me to, but um, I want to respect uh, Jack's influence uh, and and his ideas. So here's some street jokes. Here's the first one. Uh, this is the first joke that I ever told. Um, here's here's how it goes. Uh, what do you call a dog with no legs? It doesn't matter because he won't come. Okay. Um, and then now here's another, uh, joke. This is my younger brother's first ever joke. Um, it goes like this, knock, knock. And then you guys say, who's there? Uh, and then I say, uh, orange. And then you guys say orange who, and then I say, are you a cowboy? Now what happened there is that my brother had conflated two different knock, knock jokes. So that's what what happened um, with that. Uh, okay, so here's here's another joke, and um, this is this is a, a fun joke that I uh, learned to sell, tell in several different languages. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this joke in uh, in French, Spanish, and English all at the same time. Okay so um there's a guy un tipo, and Mec il qu'a que, que sa femme triche et que su sa esposa está engagnando. he thinks his wife is cheating on him il est uh vive in este grand bâtiment de comme uh, 20 pisos uh, il vit dans un grand bâtiment de 20 de 20 uh, fuck what the hell is floors in french anyway they live in a 20 foot uh, a 20 story high uh, apartment building donc uh, il uh, il retent trop <laughs> i'm doing that the joke that i that i can do in three languages should i stop i'll just finish it in english okay so he thinks his wife's cheating on him and he comes home early to try and to, to try and catch her um and uh and he comes in and the, the wife is naked in the bedroom in the bed by herself. Um, but there's no other guy and he's like tearing the apartment apart. He's like, where the fuck is this guy? Where is he just like tearing apart the closet in the bathroom. he can't find him. Um, and then he looks out the window and, uh, and he sees a pair of hands just hanging off of the windowsill. Um, and Oh, they don't live on like the top floor. Let's say they live on the, like the 10th floor. Anyway, so, uh, he sees these hands and he's like, motherfucker. He goes and grabs his hammer. He's just, just wailing on the guy's hands until he falls guy falls lands on the ground dies but the guy's not the 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 husband's not satisfied he goes in the refrigerator he unplugs the refrigerator he drags it out of the kitchen down the hallway pushes it out the window just as the refrigerator starts to fall out the window the guy has a heart attack and dies so then up in heaven saint peter is interviewing people asking how they died right and uh so he he asked the first person he says hey how did you die and he's like oh i, I work as a window washer on
1: sorry place. sorry to interject um this is a english language podcast
0: well i stopped doing it in the other languages okay i was just just i'm just saying i got i got two other jokes out before you even got back in here i really had to pee so the first guy the first guy's like oh, st peter asked how he died and he says i work as a window washer on this big apartment building and my fucking scaffolding broke one day and i started to fall i thought i was gonna die but i caught my hands on an open window on like the 10th floor and uh and then this asshole comes and starts beating on my hands with a hammer and knocks me down and then he dropped a refrigerator on me and say peter's like oh my god that's fucking horrible i'm so sorry come in please and then uh and so the next guy comes up and St. Peter's like how did you die and the guy's like I thought my wife was cheating on me so I went home early and I just found like this guy was hanging out the window and he had the hand with the hammer and he fell and he dropped a refrigerator and had a, had a heart attack and St. Peter's like well, well that, you- guy,
1: that guy has no confidence I wonder why his wife was cheating <laughs> on him like my god just mumbling and fucking looking down all the
0: time St. Peter's like you're an asshole go to hell um And then the next guy comes up and St. Peter says, how did you die? And uh, the guy says, well, I was hiding in this refrigerator. (laughs) I've heard this one before. Yeah.
1: It it is a good story. It's a classic. (laughs) It needs a punch up. It's a classic,
0: classic street joke. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the punch up is I do it in three different languages.
1: I don't know if you know what punch up means.
0: It means make it longer and do it in more languages.
1: (laughs) Yep. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, what's your Okay, so do your grand unified data theory? So
1: data is more human than human. And so my my thing and and feel free to jump in on this because I do not have a very uh well put together speech. But essentially like he has the like emotions and emotional control of an adult but the understanding of context that a child would have
0: okay sure
1: you know like he's like he's he's a, a very <clears throat> like intelligent and and one might say precocious um but without the sort of your intelligence outstripping your ability to regulate your emotions that like precocious children have, not that I'm talking from experience.
0: Yeah. Well, all. and he, he doesn't have, um, he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't always have the words for it. And I mean, one of the chief time, cause, cause he does, and it, it again is on display here in this episode. Um, he does have a fairly decent understanding on his own preferences, which is the foundation which of is emotion, emotion. yeah, um, as, I've, as I've said many times. But the thing that he finds confusing is less often his own emotions and more often the emotions of people around him. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he doesn't have huh. feelings; <laughs> it's that he doesn't understand why people act like fucking lunatics. And which is the, like that's the foundation of this episode. huh. Like, Keiko is having an emotional reaction to the stress of, we- of getting married, and Data's like, "Huh." this is weird. I don't understand this because it doesn't make any fucking sense because it's purely emotional.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I would, I would argue that like data has emotions, but he also has this absolute like sort of aspirational mastery over his own emotions because like he always is concerned for everybody. Yeah. And like, even like, like in the, in like previous episodes where we like, where like the, the world's worst actor kidnapped him. Um, he was like, "Listen, I hope I hope you understand that I'm going to have to leave here." You know, like like yeah. he's 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 programmed for just this like infinite goodwill, um, which I find very admirable. You know, like 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 he's still an individual; he's still an individual actor, and like he has priorities, but like he applies absolutely as much goodwill
0: to everyone around him
1: as he possibly can.
0: Literally, even people who are outright trying to to, 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 in, hold to him enslave captive. him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no. He like, is like he, he
1: he applies as much goodwill as he can to the person trying to enslave him while also being like, I would prefer not to be a slave and I will not be a slave, and I will do whatever it takes to not be a
0: slave. But sir. I hope But I hope you have a good day. <laughs> but I hope you have a nice day. <laughs> yeah no he is as nice to the guy who is literally trying to turn him into who is trying to lock him in a fucking curio cage as he is to his best friend (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and like like his main emotion that he ever experiences is concern he is
0: like concern and confusion but again the confusion generally comes from people acting like people
1: well from people not acting like him honestly yeah like, that's what it really is. It's like he's he is really concerned about everybody's well-being, and then they do things where they're not prioritizing concerns about others' well-being. So right. Like, for instance, Keiko being like, I'm going to fucking call off the wedding. Yeah. And then she sort of, like, frames it as concern for O'Brien's well-being because she's like, oh, he'll be – he's fine, whatever. And he's like, okay, well, it seems like – seems like everybody's acting in good faith here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he you <laughs> know, he takes everybody and you know, one of the things that that he touches on is like yeah, one of the areas that he's missing uh and and this isn't from a place of being unable to uh to understand emotion. It's being uh unable to identify deception really. Yes. Um, because sarcasm because he's naive. Like right. he's,
1: he's basically, he's funda- fundamentally a naive. Yeah. Um, but, but also like this sort of like old soul, like he's, he's a combination of like child and like ancient, like old soul Buddhist kind of thing where it's like he, he, he has no self concern or no self regard or even like real sense of self.
0: Yeah. No, not really.
1: Uh, so like nothing frustrates him
0: or bothers him not yeah no sense of self in like the the kind of superego sense of like i mean he has a sense of of individuality but he doesn't have a sense of like self prioritization i guess yes yeah, yeah he's not
1: he's not self seeking right he like he he conceives of himself as a member of an organization which is the bridge crew of the star The Starship Enterprise, which is a part of a larger organization called Starfleet, and he just sort of was like, "Okay, how do I, how do we, how do we do that good?" Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: how do we all do good at our and and that and that
1: makes his primary emotion that he ever experiences concern. Yeah, and like not in like a bad way, like not he's never he's never stressed out or anything, but like anytime someone talks to him. And I, I don't even re- remember that it was early in the episode, but I wrote down like he has constant concern early in the episode because he was talking to somebody and he was just like asking them like, okay, well, why do you, he was, he was basically therapizing somebody. Yeah. No, I
0: think, <laughs> I, I think you nailed it, right? That the, the, yeah, his, his primary focus is what is the thing that we're supposed to do and how do we be good at that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bas- yeah. Basically that. Um, th- that's that's kind of my whole thing with him It's like he actually has better regulated emotions than everybody else on the ship, which is why he doesn't think he has emotions. Because yeah. Everybody else's emotions are just just going all over the goddamn place. And his are kind of like fuck just just sort of turning the gears for i think him. You,
0: i think you i think you may have really hit on what that what the distinction is i mean we've we've nailed we've hammered on this a million times that yes data does in fact have emotions um but what but yeah what he conceives of as having emotions is not actually having the capacity to 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 feel things but having the incapacity to control it, yeah, that's yeah, no, what he thinks. No, like, no, yeah.
1: like, like he doesn't think he has emotions because his emotions never make him act like an asshole. Yeah, that's
0: what it is, and that's what the and fucking emotion ship is going to do. <laughs> and he's like, why can't I act like an asshole? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is his one flaw, because other than that, he's a perfect person. Yeah. Like, His, like his only he's a flaw, flaw saint. is that he does not it, have his possess only the capacity flaw. to
0: act like a fucking asshole. No, his
1: only flaw is that he wants to act like an asshole. <laughs>
0: like, he doesn't realize that he wants to act like an asshole, but he does. I don't think he... So... The problem is, I I will I won't even put that on him because I don't think that's he that it's that he wants to act like an asshole. I think that it is that human beings re- regard their capacity to act like assholes as something fundamentally uh, like foundational to the experience of being human, and yes. they view yes, and they view. I mean, look like, at the last year. Yeah, nice. they view their they view their humanity as as uh, as paramount. Yeah. And therefore that's, you know, one step separated to why people think that their ability to and and by correlation their right to act like fucking assholes. Is a human right. Right. And a defining characteristic of humanity. Right. Which is driving them all
1: insane because, like, if there's one thing I've learned from the last year, it's actually that, like, concern for your fellow human and trying to help people around you is the thing that will actually make you feel fulfilled and happy and not like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a, like a front hole instead. A urethra? I'm just thinking a mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Aspire to be a mouth, everybody. There's your t-shirt for the up- oh, We
0: already did a t-shirt. We can do two. I think, <laughs> I think I'm think i backlogged on some t-shirt <laughs> ideas anyway. Yeah. I think I need to. Yeah, I don't. I still don't. need to make the It's Kind of Birds shirt, <laughs> <laughs> which will definitely be the most inscrutable <laughs>
1: I'll buy one. Yeah, we'll um, get a dollar out of me, <laughs> so you you'll get fifty cents. I,
0: I'm trying to decide if I want to make like a uh, a Maybelline's Ranch shirt in honor of the chicken.
1: <laughs> you should. I
0: have to oh. find some. I'm mean, gonna have to find some uh, some some free use ranch graphics on the internet. Anyway,
1: so I don't I don't know if you had more to add to that, but like not really. I know, like you're like kind of from therapy culture, and I'm sort of I don't know in this like post therapy place lately where it's kind of like I don't know I don't know.
0: No, I think I mean you've you've kind of uh, nailed that point about it that that really. I, yeah, I, I think that the the, the my biggest takeaway uh, from what we've seen and talked about in this episode is that just that that, that it is not um, emotion and the existence of emotion, the ability to feel emotion. I would just I keep going back to um, the one of the one of the TNG movies when Data gets his emotion chip. And almost immediately, what happens is that the emotion chip uh, malfunctions, and he starts uh, laughing uncontrollably in the middle of an ama- away mission, mm-hmm. and uh, like almost gets everybody killed. Um, and yeah, that uh, that all tracks. Yeah, it is. It, it's yeah. absolutely not the experience of emotion at all that this that this show is talking about. It is the experience of being overwhelmed by being able to be overwhelmed by emotion, yeah. That like that's show, that's
1: what he's actually seeking. Yeah. Is and like even at the end, of like he's like uh, like anger and 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 rage and hate and revenge. I don't really understand these things. It's like yeah, good, good man. Yeah. That's good, man. <laughs> yeah. Those are not. I'm. I'm. I'm not some fucking squishy live that's like you know just don't ever get mad at anybody and the world would be a better place like no like they're it's a struggle yeah no but if I we live in a material struggle but like in the world presented in Star Trek they don't live in a material struggle so like yeah anger's actually not particularly useful yeah
0: (laughs) if I could not experience feelings of anger and and desire for revenge um That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd 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 sign up for that. Yes, like I do experience it, and so therefore I just try to manage it because the idea of just not experiencing it does not seem to be on the table. I was y- thinking. Y- yeah, I yeah, was
1: try to, try to try to drive it towards uh, uh, moving the needle I towards was the working people.
0: Recently, thinking of uh, ways that I could. Attempt to uh, catch and murder the raccoon that killed my chicken.
1: No, that I don't. I don't think that moves the needle towards working people.
0: I'm. I'm just thinking about revenge. I know. Fucking
1: raccoon. Yeah. See, that's bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, just, just, uh, uh, sort of.
0: Be more like data.
1: Yeah, actually, like I think he's he's the best. Apart from not knowing anything, try to be a data that knows stuff <laughs> yeah don't that understands social conventions and how to dance at weddings
0: yeah don't don't take a full minute to uh look up the concept of, of of the phrase uh cold feet sure um but yeah and I think be more like data may be the uh the closing tagline that I've been looking for yeah. So
1: I stand by that, actually. I think he I think I I, I guess I'm still talking. Um uh, <laughs> so th- there's a novel called Stranger in a Strange Land, um, which sucks and I hate it. Um never seen it. Sure. Um <laughs> it's 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 it it it's like two thirds be more like data and then one third also everybody uh uh be real loose sexually but sort of in a way where you are in a cult uh where one guy has sex with all the women Uh, um that's not yeah not great uh (laughs) i sold wine (laughs) is it's it's by heinlein which is he's one of the most famous sci-fi authors of all time also his nephew one of my best wine customers of all time (laughs) um okay yeah weird shit anyway um But like, data is sort of the uh, the ideal person that is posited in Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, It's it's a trope that comes up a lot in sci-fi, where it's like, uh, what if there was a good person, and then everybody else ruins it? Um, But like, what if there was a good person, and then we we're all good people? Yeah. That'd be chill. Check out being a good person. <laughs> be more like data. Honestly, yes. Like, just be concerned with the people around you. Okay. Be more like data. Goodbye. <laughs> had you only hours.
0: It's a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions?
1: When every word
0: counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!